Hey there, this is Kyle Meager, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. Welcome to Tobin Tonight. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Kyle, I guess to start off, tell me a little bit about your background. Like, how did you get into acting? Because I know you're on Annie with an E. But where did you develop your um, interest in acting? Uh, I've been acting for a really long time now. I think it's like six or seven years. Uh, and it all started because I had been looking for another extracurricular activity. I really enjoyed my school and like regular like local theater community. So I was like, ah, maybe I'll try this acting thing because of my local agency having these open calls. So I went in. They were like, oh, my God, you're you're great. You're like 11. You're, you can talk to people. Great. We'll, we'll send you on these auditions. And so I went on a bunch of auditions. I ended up landing some crazy roles like, you know, Anne with an E, Earth Rangers, Murdoch Mysteries, all kinds of really amazing opportunities. And that's kind of how I got back. Okay. No, no. I, I was just doing a little bit of the background there. And again, I looked up the Annie with an E, uh, seen in Murdoch Mysteries. Now, I could be wrong about this but I, I think it was interesting i looked up i think you were maybe 10 at the time that you were getting ready to audition for a role and you had a hockey game at the same time and someone kind of moved you up in the lineup and it kind of gave you a little bit of a break is that true yeah yeah i because i had walked into my local agency and i was panicking because you know 10 year old me was yeah. like oh god i gotta get to this hockey game oh no oh no and i i was like mom we got to go. We got to go to this hockey game. We started to walk out the door. The agent kind of stepped out and was like, hey, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, uh, hockey game. Uh, and they're like, well, come on audition for us anyway. And because that, because he stopped me at the door, and like that's really what kind of got me started on this acting career because he signed me. And that's kind of how I ended up doing all this. Yeah, because I was going to say, if, if they didn't stop you at the door, you, went, went, you would have went to the hockey game. And who knows, you could have been drafted, but... I mean, I don't know how your hockey career is, Kyle. How was your hockey career? Uh, well, gotta say, uh, I've been playing hockey since I was like four, uh, and yeah, I, I, I can't say that I'm NHL quality, but I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty okay. Would we ever see a Justin Bieber versus Kyle in a shootout, or or is that a little oh. bit too too uh, too vicious? A, a fellow Canadian, I, I can't imagine it'd be that vicious, but I'd definitely be down for a one-on-one battle versus JB. Come on, Kyle. This is hockey. This is Canadian. What are you talking about? It's not going to be that vicious. It's going to be incredibly vicious. <laughs> Let's get into a little bit about your music side of things, because, again, you, you're acting, but how did you get into the music side? Well, basically, it all started on like one of these acting TV shows that I was on. I was on a show called Seven Hills, and, of course, even before this, I've been playing music or like piano. I've been singing guitar, saxophone, even... Uh, but what really actually got me started professionally was a show called Seven Hills. The director had said, hey, I understand that some of our cast actually does music on the side as well, or even professionally at the time, and wanted to know if that we'd like to contribute a song to the soundtrack. And of course, I was like, oh my god, this is my first time writing, my first time recording. Uh, but in the end, it turned out really well, and it was a definitely a great experience, and it made me want to keep pursuing music as an actual career. So when I was doing a little bit of research, now this could have been before or a little bit after, there was this thing called a Just Show Up show, and I think Austin Mahone was like the kind of the big act, but you just kind of showed up and auditioned. Was that before or after? There's a little bit wrong with that. I actually didn't audition for that show. I was asked to go, and that was 
way after I first started music, I'd actually already written my first uh, couple songs here and there, and I got to perform them for the first time actually live at that show amongst acts like Austin Mahomes, Bryce Fine. And I got to say, being able to meet all these like musicians was pretty cool, honestly, and playing in front of so many people. Bryce Vine, you mentioned. Did you ever get a chance to like talk to him? Yeah, I've actually, I've seen Bryce Fine like four times now, just out and about. Like, I, I met him at two different shows amongst, like, Alec Benjamin was at one of them too, but I met Bryce Fine, we got to chit-chat before the show and after the show. Really, really nice guy. And then one time I just randomly saw him at an airport, and I was like, yo, that's right. And he was like, hey, it's that, it's Kyle, man. So, I, yeah, I really like the guy, I love his music a lot. And I think he's really helped me to kind of, you know, grow. And he said he really liked my set, so I mean... I thought it was interesting. You had an album out, and it was called Beats in a Bagel Shop. Kyle, describe why you named an album Beats in a Bagel Shop. Oh, my God. I love telling this story. So, basically, uh, it all started, of course, actually not in a bagel shop. I had been seeing this girl at the time, and there was a lot of stuff to go around it. Like, a bunch of the songs actually linked directly to this relationship. But this one song was, basically, I went to this bagel shop with this girl, uh, expecting for it to just be one of those normal things, but then all of a sudden, you know, she ended up breaking up with me there. And I was like, really? You had to do it at a bagel shop of all places? Kind of weird. Uh, and then I ended up writing a bunch of songs about it, and then at the end it just felt kind of fitting that since all these songs kind of pertain to, like, that person in that setting, that I named it Beats in a Bagel Shop. Now, that bagel shop wouldn't be called uh, Tim Hortons, would it? <laughs> <laughs> No, that'd be too coincidental. That would be funny, though, because it's like, it's like, well, it's like, Kyle, I know you want to call your uh, album, uh, you know, a Tim Hortons breakup, but Tim Hortons is going to be on our ass, so you might want to change it up. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm going to just call it Beats in a Bagel Shop, but then someone's like, I think a rapper has that out, and you're like, no, it's it's mine. Tell him I want the copyrights. <laughs> It's too late. It's, yeah, now. it's too late. Now, see, I like your story because in my mind, Beats in a Bagel Shop, I thought, honestly, I was like, oh, Kyle probably worked in a bagel shop and they fired him because he was in the back working on Beats or... Uh, this is my distract. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like you were feeding, or like when customers came in, you were like, and they're like, Kyle, just, just serve them, please. Uh, yeah, like actually the Beats in a Bagel Shop thing actually meant more than just that story too like it was about musical beats obviously which is what we were talking about but it also is like about like a heartbeat like you know that's where my heart is beating in that bagel shop otherwise anyway oh we're getting we're getting real detailed hey kyle okay Mm, real real (laughs) sentimental here all right i guess nowhere was your really kind of big hit that people kind of start to, to to see you were kind of see that you were out there and doing music and not just being an actor what do you think your preference is do you like both equally or do you see yourself doing one more than the other so i actually get this question really really often about whether i prefer acting or music and every single time i like on my honest answer is that i don't understand why i have to choose one or the other i have done acting for the majority and I've done music for the majority of my life as well. So I actually like to find a way to mix the two, like on my actual Beats and Bagel Shop EP, I made a visual album out of it so that it was music and then I acted in a short film that kind of went along with it. And even some of the TV shows I've been on, I've had to contribute music to the tracks or become part of TV shows that have a musical element to it. So that's kind of what I like to do. I don't think I really have to end up choosing one or the other. No, no, for sure. I like your response. I like how you're giving me a little bit of shit for asking that question, Kyle. 
<laughs> Come on, Kyle. I, I'm your buddy here, Kyle. I, so basically what you're saying is let's put Kyle in a uh, TV show called High School Musical. I think it's been done, oh, Kyle. Oh. No, no. 100%. Please put me on High School Musical. <laughs> you, I love that yeah. movie. De- Degrassi. Degrassi uh, musical edition and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it will work. You just got you just got to remember that because it's Canadian, you have to have your Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, you know I'd love to be like the Drake from Degrassi <laughs> kind of thing, or you know like some sort of high school musical character. That'd be like my dream to be on one of those kinds of shows. If someone has never come across your music and you wanted to promote yourself, what what would you tell them? Well, I'd say, hey, my name's Kyle. I'm a musician, uh, and I actually kind of deal with uh, pop, but I always like to put kind of twists on it. Like, my first actual song was Nowhere, and it had a lot of a country vibe to it, but then I, you know, with my newer songs, I've tried to work in a reggae vibe, and even, like, since I actually have, like, a hard rock background in terms of my music, yeah, sometimes, like, you know, some really heavier guitars or, you know, some rock influences end up in there, so... That's uh, kind of what I do. Yeah, all right. And to to clue it up, Kyle, we're gonna play a we're gonna play a game called Firsts. So, are you ready to play a game called Firsts? Okay. Absolutely. It could be a first interaction with a celebrity, your first crush, your first song. It's just the idea of getting you to uh, retrace your memory and see if we can find out some dirt on Kyle. <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> so, Kyle, I guess the first question would be uh, your first celebrity crush. Oh boy, Taylor Swift. Really? Oh, t- Kyle, you're already off to a bad start. Uh, <laughs> I, I sounds like a cop out, but like I listened to Taylor Swift as long as I can remember, and always thought she was, you know, pretty cute. You know, well, <laughs> just just don't date her, Kyle. You don't want that song written about you. <laughs> your your first date that didn't get a breakup in a bagel shop. Oh, oh God, uh, that that would have had to have been a while back. It actually wasn't a bagel shop. It was actually a Tim Hortons. So technically still a bagel shop oh it wasn't a breakup but so i was i was was almost right cool almost okay and your first sport that you ever remember playing gotta be hockey i've been playing since i was like literally four and like i (laughs) honestly i don't remember walking when i was like four i actually remember skating more than that oh wow okay True Canadian, yeah. true Canadian, true Ontario, right there. Uh, just uh, all you need to do to make that more Canadian or Ontarian or or whatever was just to add that a at the end. <laughs> uh, the, the first cover that you remember doing. So I think the first cover that I actually remember doing, like in terms of like non-professionally, I think it was a Justin Bieber song. Like I remember kind of being in front of my family and I was like, guys, listen to this, and then I busted out "Baby" by Justin Bieber. Oh, baby, 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 okay, that's, 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 that's fair, I'll, I'll partake in that, and the last first I'll get you to do is, who would be the first person that you would call, like the biggest celebrity person that you would call, if you ever came up with a duet? I don't know, I have, like, I, I think my favorite, like, person to call in terms of songwriting and, like, all that, like, I'd love to sit in a room and write with Ed Sheeran, but otherwise, I think... Like, if I could do, not a duet, like a romantic one, obviously, because, you know, it's Sean Mendes. Sorry, Sean Mendes, I don't like you that way. <laughs> but I'd love to do, like, a kind of cool song with Sean Mendes at some point. That'd be sick. Okay. No, that's cool. So that was a game of firsts. And I just got two questions here to finish it off, Kyle. What do you see coming up in the boat or, you know, in the future in 2020 for you? 
So I've got a couple things coming up. Uh, first things first, I've got a new visual album that I'm trying to make right now. It's a Beats in a Bagel Shop 2, but not really a Beats in a Bagel Shop 2. It's going to be called something else. That's going to be coming up soon. Uh, I'm also going to be touring sometimes in this, uh, sometime in the summer-ish. Uh, I don't really have too many information, too much information to say about that right now, but I'll probably say more about it in the spring. And then also I have like just you know that show that I was talking about where I first started doing you know music professionally. Well, they actually just got green lit, and we're going to be refilming that again. And so it's kind of a mix between music and acting, as I mentioned earlier. And it's about the opioid crisis. So I'm really excited to share more information about that too. All right, no, that sounds that sounds awesome. And I guess the last question I have for you here is: when you're doing music, when you're uh, writing songs. What's your process? Like, what do you write about? Do you write about your breakups? Do you just write about everyday life? Or is it something that's deeper than that? So, like, in terms of my actual songwriting, I, I like to write with other people most of the time, but most of the ideas actually come from my real-life experiences, and I, I like to draw from that. Like, my first song, Nowhere, actually came from somebody in real life telling me to my face, yeah, your acting career, probably going nowhere. And I was like... What? <laughs> Did you so, come like, up with the I, song then right on the spot and then start singing it to their <laughs> face? No. <laughs> oh, I, I'd love to, but I actually, I, I sat down with somebody else later. I was like, oh my God, they told me this and that, the other thing. And then finally it was like, oh my God, there's my song. Yeah. And it's that kind of thing where sometimes it is just in the moment. Like, you know, one time this person, like that girl that dumped me in a bagel shop, after that I was like, oh, you know, you, you, you think you're way too good for me, but I think that I've kind of risen above that. That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Kyle Megar for coming on the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying, thanks for listening, and good night. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. 
Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.